Hello and welcome to episode three. I think it's episode three. Are we on episode three? Yeah, it's been a bit of a, a long pause. We've had a, a festive long pause, um, <laughs> which is always uh, always fine when, you, when we're super busy over Christmas. So uh, we've got a, um, let's call this like episode three, the bonus round, a special impromptu podcast um today that uh we're we've decided we're going to call tears for tears um now obviously you can't understand what that means about me spelling it out but tears is in you know t-e-a-r-s for tears of t-i-e-r because obviously we're now in this new tiering system so we thought we would do something tears for tears in honor of covid over the festive season yes covid christmas yep have a holly jolly covid christmas in tier four on your own (laughs) (laughs) um so we thought we would drop a a a little bonus um podcast just talking about uh kind of how uh how we're feeling around the new tiering system um and everything like that so obviously for reference um chloe and i are both sitting in tier four chloe's been in tier four for about a week now and Mm -hmm. i went into tier four on boxing day um you know and it's one of those things where you go from a high of you know planning Christmas and having all these great things to do and getting all your food in and being excited to see your family to then coming down to what is you know this new reality that we're in in the moment at at the moment so um Chloe do you want to talk about why we thought this one would be a good idea yeah for sure so um I had a message from Heather this morning. She was like, how are you, Chloe? And I was like, I'm not going to lie, Hev. I'm absolutely shit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've been in tier four since the beginning of tier four when they announced it. Um, But not only am I in tier four, I am also in a COVID positive household. So I am completely isolated. And we got our um, text message on Christmas morning. And we are in isolation until the 4th of January. And so... You know, normally I am very good at coping and I have all these strategies, but one of my main strategies is being able to get outside Mm. and having that taken away from me, in spite of all the Christmas and all of that stuff and missing my family is probably the most challenging thing for me. I I find it very difficult to not be able to go outside and so I think this morning I just kind of let that get the better of me and that's what was really bringing me down is that I can't go outside until the 4th of January. Yeah and that that is hard completely I mean I actually uh, was it god what was it 10 days ago maybe it was just before Christmas it was the weekend before Christmas um, and I actually came down with symptoms so I had to go and get a test. Now, I'm very lucky that that test came back negative. But what it meant from the the day that I kind of started getting symptoms, which was the Saturday morning, so I went and got a test on Saturday, is I was then as well in isolation until that test came back negative. And not being able to leave the house, as Chloe said, to be able to go for a walk, because walking outside along the seafront or just around the town in the fresh air, no matter what the weather, is something that really helps my mind and mm-hmm. helps me stay centred and helps my motivation levels as well um mm-hmm. so to not be able and I feel very very blessed that I only had to isolate for three to four days um and the three to four days that I was in that isolation I could feel myself finding more and more of a struggle with things that would be what we would say potentially natural um to us as women who are you know you know Chloe and I have, have said before we, we've done a lot of work and, and, and things on ourselves to 
be happy on our own and to be strong and to be independent. But when you're locked down and you're isolated and you, you're not even allowed to say hello to the takeaway delivery driver, right? You know, he's got to leave yeah. that shit outside. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, so not to be able to have that interaction for that short space of time as well. It's very challenging. Um, mm. And not being able to go outside for those. I mean, as soon as I got that negative test, I ran outside and went for a walk. It was raining, but I was like, I don't <laughs> I'm getting out there. Um, uh, yeah, I wasn't even dressed. Just got straight out. Um, yeah, so, you know, it, it, it can be really challenging. And even if you're not in isolation, but you are in tier four. And, you know, when we talk about being on your own, like I live on my own. Obviously, Chloe lives with other people. You might have you might be in a relationship. You might be married. You might have children. You might be on your own. You might be in a house share. Just because you have people around you doesn't mean that you don't have the right to have that feeling of loneliness, because just because you're surrounded by people doesn't mean that loneliness isn't something that can happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and that you know that's something that's really important to to be able to understand and to sit with those feelings and be able to understand how to come through them to be able to continue to to be positive yeah definitely and I don't and I also think it's okay not to always feel positive like Mm. I am such a positive person Mm. and I can find optimism in most things but also you know I am very aware of the fact that I don't feel my best right now and it's okay for me to sit in these uncomfortable feelings and feel a bit shit like no one can dress it up like I've spent Christmas isolated not doing what I what I plan to do and I know a lot of people are in a similar in a similar situation um but I think you know part of part of growing and getting to know yourself is being okay when you don't feel okay and knowing that you know your emotions will ebb and flow and everything is in a state of flux like nothing is going to stay permanent so I might wake up tomorrow and feel absolutely fantastic and do loads and loads of stuff and be really productive or you know so I think it is just holding on to the fact that everything always changes and that you know even though I don't feel my best today I know that this isn't gonna continue forever yeah definitely that those feelings you know they are going to be temporary and I think it's really important You know, I think what all the lockdowns have taught us so far is actually you need to take each day as it comes because you don't know what feelings you're going to have when you wake up in the morning or what happens when you get to the afternoon. I mean, there were days when I would wake up in when we were in lockdown previously and think, yep, I'm motivated today, get loads done. And then there were other days where actually I just had to, as you say, sit with those feelings and be okay with those feelings and realize actually it's okay to feel this way at the moment because the time that we're going through is tough and I think that that's something to remember if you're in this tier four situation um or you're isolated for any reason actually it is okay to not feel your best that day it is okay to not be super productive I think a lot of people say oh you know if you're home all day you can get all these things done and actually that you don't need to put that pressure on yourself to get loads of things done if you're not feeling it yeah, I, I agree. And so I think, you know, when we went into first lockdown, I used to write these massive long lists mm-hmm. of what I was going to do the next day. And I don't do that anymore. I write like two or three things um, so that I don't overwhelm myself. And so like with my life coaching course, I was like, okay, what well, if you can get one 
little module done a day that would be amazing and they're like 15 minutes long so rather than thinking I'm going to complete this by the end of this lockdown mm. actually once you do like one little thing it tends to motivate you to do something else rather than looking this really expansive huge list and thinking oh I could do all this and then I'll end up watching TikTok videos for two hours oh That's- a TikTok hole I mean they're and quite I- difficult to get out of a TikTok hole to be fair oh, so true I love a TikTok hole when I was isolating the other week, mm. I um, stupidly like just went into a TikTok hole, right? So I was like, I was just like, I was gonna get up and make some dinner or something, and I started looking at TikTok, and then I realised, and this was about I don't know two, three o'clock. Then I realised it was dark outside, <laughs> 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 and I had not moved from this TikTok hole. And do you know what? It was fine because it killed yeah. a few hours, and it was very entertaining, and it made it. me smile. I I do love TikTok. I can't lie. Yeah. And if, it, if it makes people, you smile, then happy days. Yeah. Definitely one of those people that started out this year, like, oh, TikTok, I'm too old. So now too old like, TikTok. TikTok is just what I do, hun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, TikTok is great. And the thing is, like I said, if it makes you smile and it entertains you, then it's brilliant. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Well, I looked up and realised I was then sitting in complete darkness like I hadn't even turned the front room light on (laughs) (laughs) in darkness with the glow from my phone um but I looked back and thought well that was a great three hours killed in isolation and I laughed throughout most of it so happy days and you know it's like the the start of the last lockdown called what lockdown was that November um I made it I was very much the same as, as you, Chloe, in lockdown one, where I set myself all of these really extensive lists of all of the things that I wanted to do. And then I realised when we went into the lockdown in November that actually I don't need to do that. And it's a lot more um, of a centred and mentally comfortable place to not set myself massive lists like that. So I yeah. set my, each week I gave myself like two tasks that I was going to do that week. Which, you know, might have been something like deep clean the kitchen. I'm going to try and do that this week. Um, And then uh, another one would be like, you know, read a couple of chapters of of the novel that we said we would get knee deep in a novel to do something instead of self-development all the time. Um, And those were just a lot more realistic and achievable. And then being able to tick them off at the end of the week was fantastic instead of looking at all the things that I hadn't done. Exactly that. That is so true. And I think, I think, It's such a weird time anyway, isn't it? Because even if we weren't in lockdown, this time of year between Christmas and New Year is that weird Mm -hmm. lull where everything's kind of stagnant. And so I think, you know, adding the fact that you can't even go, where I can't even go for a walk makes me feel like I am stuck in treacle. And I think you feel like that at this time of year anyway, because you're waiting for the new year and it's kind of that anticipation building that, you know, that the new year is going to bring all this momentum and stuff like that. So I think actually this is such a, I can't lie, it's such a weird feeling for me right now. I never thought that I wouldn't be able to go to work because I'm isolated and I can't even go to work next week which I was supposed to do and so I feel so stagnated and I was like wow this is so strange for me like this is a weird time like I I don't I don't feel like I'm like oh my god what am I doing 
yeah <laughs> so exactly I think, I think I just kind of like had to have I had to sit down this morning and like have have a chat to you Hev, and have a think about what I actually I'm never going to get time like this again and so I thought you know actually Chloe you can sit here and feel sorry for yourself that you can't go outside or you can think you know actually you know you're not going to get time this quiet because it's that lull between Christmas and New Year and you've got to stay inside regardless so actually can you find a positive in this can you enjoy it and I kind of come to this place where I'm like well yeah I can because it's not going to happen we might go into lockdown again but it will be a different time of year this is like always such a lull time Mm -hmm. of any year let alone when you're isolated so you know I just thought right what can you do to make yourself feel better so I got up my makeup on did my hair and oh, that same. Feel better already like that's such a big thing like I'm not saying you had to put a full face on but actually making a little bit of effort makes you feel so much better like mm-hmm. change your pajamas if you smell like cheese change your fucking pajamas like yeah, if you're wafting up when you're laying in bed jump yeah. in that shower hun <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> but then... it's true like putting a bit of makeup on and just running a brush through your hair or something like you said you haven't got to go full face if if you want to go full face though do you know what you're not leaving the house hun try a new look yeah try a new eyeshadow treat yourself go for a smoky eye <laughs> yeah yeah try a neon palette <laughs> treat yourself to something completely different because quite frankly no one's gonna see you yeah it makes you feel so much better just you know feeling like you, you you've, you've done something and you've glammed yourself up a little bit yeah. and I you know and I just think when you get into that cycle of kind of like not doing that bit of self-care like we said you know you do start to smell obviously but then also like your hair starts to get greasy it starts to get all knotty and then when you do actually finally get a glance of yourself in the mirror it's going to be even more difficult to feel that self-love when you haven't been looking after yourself Mm, 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 definitely and I think for me like I always I think right okay I'm gonna put some makeup on and then I'm like okay what am I gonna do next and I'm like right I want I I don't like watching tv I'm I'm not a film person um but I know that I can like um read different books or like look at stuff online do some of my course I feel like I like to do something productive and I know and I'm not saying that that everyone should be super productive all the time but there's always I'm sure most people can find something little that they could do on that day that makes them feel like they've achieved something even if even if that is just making your bed then you've achieved something Mm -hmm. you know get up and make your bed and you've achieved something wow Definitely, because then every time you walk in the bedroom and you see the bed made nicely, yeah. it's it's a visual trigger and a reminder of like, oh, I've, I've achieved that today. Yeah. Yeah. I've done that today. Yeah. And that, there was a study years ago, actually, that said the most productive and successful people make their bed every morning. I can't remember who it was that was written by, but that's that's apparently a thing. Mm, I agree. I agree. Just doing mm-hmm. something is, is really... It, and then you know I personally like meditating and journaling and and I like kind of treat that I know we've talked about like dating ourselves before and I'll like light a nice candle I'll make my room look really beautiful and I'll mm. sit down for like an hour and just write or like listen to some music um like some chilled music and it makes me feel so much better yeah definitely I actually um this the before we came on the podcast today um, got some. I've bought some new journals for like Christmas and the New Year and everything like that. 
So then I spent some real time, like I sat at the table, put on some nice music and I've set all my journals up, like my, my new journal mm-hmm. for the next kind of three months. Cause it's like a file effect style one. So I had to, I chose like different inserts to go in yeah. it. So I'd set all of that up, started writing it up. And then I bought a journal about um, stress and being able to, so I've got like a separate journal for like my planning and everything like that and my food and my workouts and my day-to-day life. But then I also bought a journal around being able to stress less. Uh, because I have a very high stress job outside of my um, coaching that I do as well and I find that the one of the best ways to keep myself centered and to really manage that stress is to write it down so I spent time built like you know starting those journals for for the year ahead Mm. and that was just an hour of my time with some nice music that's made me feel like you know I've achieved something and I'm I'm absolutely buzzed to use this yeah (laughs) I'm really excited about it yeah definitely I think those things make a big difference I just ordered some new gel nail varnish on uh, Amazon nice so yeah I think you know it's just I I think the biggest takeaway is just feeling okay with feeling a bit meh (laughs) and you know yeah definitely thinking about the thing thinking about you and doing a self audit of yourself like what makes me feel better and what makes me and Heather feel better might not make you feel better and that's cool but if you can't go outside um like me or you are in tier four and you're restricted to what you can do what are the things that make you feel slightly better it doesn't matter if for you that is watching back-to-back episodes of a tv program or i don't know baking some bread or you know even just i don't know brushing your hair whatever it is just it's all so person dependent and it's not it's not a race to be productive or get oh my god no i do think you know the more you can be grateful for the for this time because you're never going to get this go slow again is what i've tried to think to myself again today is that i will never have a time where i don't leave my house for 10 days um Mm -hmm. I will, and it will never be a time of year where there isn't so much to do. Where we're in between Christmas and New Year, I, I hope that this doesn't happen again. But you, I guess you never know. But realistically, my life will never be on this much of a go slow, and so I have to just yeah. appreciate that. And you know, and also I think you know, I, I know I talk about gratitude a lot, but I have a house. I have a very full fridge because mm-hmm. I got so drunk on Christmas day that I didn't eat anything to eat anything <laughs> and you know I, I can easily pick up the phone to any one of my friends and they just have a chat with me so you know it is hard it isn't the best and I would like to be able to go outside but I also have a lot to be thankful for yeah definitely and I think that you know that um picking up the phone to people as well is really important and just really when you understand your feelings and you can you're okay to sit with those feelings so for you this morning to say actually babe I'm not I'm not good yeah. straight away I was like okay let's have a video call because yeah. I was just in bed as well yeah. and then we had uh, a, a really lovely video call this morning and we spoke about what we were going to do today and we both said right we're going to get up and we're going to put some makeup on you were going to do some studying I was going to set my journals up you know we talked through kind of like what we could do today and then and then we were texting each other as well weren't we like oh I've showered now yeah I've brushed my hair now because it's that bit of accountability as well and I think you know if you if you can reach out to someone who might be in the same situation or someone who isn't in even in in the same situation having that kind of morning accountability call Mm. I think is something that can really help set you up for the day um, because you've agreed that you're going to do those things and then it also doesn't feel like you're doing it on your own because 
you're, you know, you're, you're in it together and it's, it's great to be able to have that support network around you. It doesn't always have to be face to face. And I think that's one of the biggest things we've learned through 2020 is actually we can still build amazing relationships mm-hmm. and nurture great relationships um, without actually having to be face to face. I mean, look at, look at, look at you and me. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We, we met in lockdown and have only met each other. Four times? Yeah, three or four times. Yeah. I think so yeah yeah but we speak on the phone every day yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and bring back zoom quizzes as well I think there was this big thing in lockdown too where everyone was like I'm not getting on yeah, another but zoom. I don't know I've but done do you, all you always bring this up do you secretly work for zoom I, I actually do secretly work for zoom and I just think that zoom <laughs> is the best thing <laughs> Just, I just love a good right, well, you quiz. Sort, you know, you sort the quiz out, and I'll be there. But I'm not doing the writing of the quiz. <laughs> See, this is it. This is it. I do like a good quiz. I've always liked a good pub quiz as well. <laughs> I just think, do you know what it was? Because like in lockdown one, all of my friends have really busy lives, and you know, families and children, and everything's always a hundred miles an hour. And I'm a hundred miles an hour from a career perspective and coaching perspective and everything like that. And that Zoom, which I do not work for, gave us, you know, an hour, two hours every single week that was booked in the diary that we all showed up to every single week. And I think I saw my friends more in lockdown Mm. than I had done in any other situation. And that's where you can really take those positives from it as well. Yeah, 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 I think so. And I, I think you just have to hold on to my biggest thing is, I don't know if you've heard the saying, but one of my favourite sayings is this too shall pass. Everything passes. It will. Like, Mm -hmm. it might feel so stagnant and hard and there's no light at the end of the tunnel but it will it's gonna go it's gonna pass and all you even if you're having a really really tough day you've just got to think it's not gonna be like this forever it won't it can't and I think that's the biggest thing for me is when I feel like oh give me a break like don't you know I was in tier four already and now you're telling me I need to isolate from Christmas day to the 4th of January I was just like, oh, God. Um, and then I was like, Chloe, come on. You know, like, you can, it's going to go. It's going to pass. Like, the 4th yeah. of January isn't that far away. And just look around you at all the amazing things that you do have and the opportunity to mm-hmm. go slower. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And I think, as you said, key takeaway-wise, you know, it's it's okay to have those feelings. It's okay to not feel your best. It's okay to slow down a bit. Don't pressure yourself to make these big lists. Just take each day as it comes and sit with the feelings. Yeah, exactly. Exactly that. And brush your hair. And brush your hair. <laughs> and if you smell like a camembert, get in the shower, girl. Yeah, if you're wafting up yeah. every now and then, go wash, yeah. hun. You know? You'll feel better. Yeah, put a face mask on. There, you know, Ooh, nice. Paint your nails. It makes a ton of difference huge absolutely huge so I think we'll leave it there it was a real quick and punchy podcast just to kind of jump on and say to you guys like you know times are tough we're in tier four you might be isolating it's okay like as Chloe said this too shall pass it will indeed amazing yeah thanks Chloe